The City Bushman by Henry Lawson Read for LibriVox.org by Drew Conway 19th of November, 2016, Kent It was pleasant up the country, City Bushman, where you went, For you sought the greener patches and you travelled like a gent, And you cursed the trams and buses and the turmoil and the push, Though you know the squalid city needn't keep you from the bush. But we lately heard you singing of the plains where shade is not, And you mentioned it was dusty, always dry, and always hot. True, the bush hath moods and changes, and the bushmouth hath them too, For he's not a poet's dummy, he's the man as same as you. But his back is growing rounder, slaving for the absentee, and his toiling wife is thinner than a country wife should be. For we notice that the faces of the folks we chance to meet should have made a greater contrast to the faces in the street. And in short, we think the bushman's being driven to the wall, and it's doubtful if his spirit will be loyal through it all. Though the bush has been romantic and it's nice to sing about, there's a lot of patriotism that the land can do without, sort of British workman nonsense that shall perish in the scorn of the drover who is driven and the shearer who is shorn, of the struggling western farmers who have little time for rest and are ruined on selections in the sheep-infested west. Droving songs are very pretty, but they merit little thanks from the people of a country in possession of the banks. And the rise and fall of seasons suits the rise and fall of rhyme, but we know that western seasons do not run on scheduled time, for the drought would go on drying while there's anything to dry, then it rains until you'd fancy it would bleach the sunny sky, then it pelters out of reason for the downpour day and night, nearly sweeps the population to the great Australian bite. It is up in northern Queensland that the seasons do their best, but it's doubtful if you ever saw a season in the west. There are years without an autumn or a winter or a spring. There are broiling dunes and summer when it rains like anything. In the bush my ears were open to the singing of the bird, but the carol of the magpie was a thing I never heard. Once the beggar roused my slumbers in a shanty, it is true, but I only heard him asking, Who the blanking blank are you? And the bellbird in the ranges, but his silver chime is harsh when it's heard beside the solo of the curlew in the marsh. Yes, I heard the shearers singing William Riley out of tune, saw him fighting round a shanty on a Sunday afternoon, but the bushman isn't always tramping brambies on the night, nor is he forever riding when the morn is fresh and bright, and he isn't always singing in the humpies on the run, and the campfire's cheery blazes are a trifle overdone. We have grumbled with the bushmen round the fire on rainy days, when the smoke would blind a bullock and there wasn't any blaze, save the blazes of our language, for we cursed the fire in turn, till the atmosphere was heated and the wood began to burn. Then we had to ring our blueys, which were rotting in the swags, and we saw the sugar leaking through the bottoms of the bags, and we couldn't raise a chorus for the toothache and the cramp, while we spent the hours of darkness draining puddles round the camp. Would you like to change with Clancy, go a-droving, tell us true, for we rather think that Clancy would be glad to change with you, and be something in the city, but would give your muse a shock, to be losing time and money through the foot-rot in the flock, 
and you wouldn't mind the beauties underneath the starry dome if you had a wife and children and a lot of bills at home. Did you ever guard the cattle when the night was inky black and it rained and icy water trickled gently down your back till your saddle-weary backbone fell an aching to the roots and you almost felt the croaking of the bullfrog in your boots sit and shiver in the saddle, curse the restless stock and cough till a squatter's irate dummy cantered up to warn you off? Did you fight the drought and pleuro when the seasons were asleep, fell in she-oaks all the morning for a flock of starving sheep, drinking mud instead of water, climbing trees and lopping boughs for the broken-hearted bullocks and the dry and dusty cows? Do you think the bush was better in the good old droving days, when the squatter ruled supremely as the king of western ways, when you got a slip of paper for the little you could earn, but were forced to take provisions from the station in return, when you couldn't keep a kitchen at your humpy on the run, for the squatter wouldn't let you and your work was never done, when you had to leave the missus in a lonely hut forlorn, while you rose up willy-riley in the days ere you were born? Ah, we read about the drovers and the shearers and the like, till we wonder why such happy and romantic fellows strike. Don't you fancy that the poets ought to give the bush a rest, ere the raise a just rebellion in the overwritten West, when the simple-minded bushman gets a meal and bed and run, just by riding round reporting phantom flocks that never come, where the scalper never troubled by the war-whoop of the push, has a quiet little billet breeding rabbits in the bush, where the idle shanty-keeper never fails to make a draw, and the dummy gets his tucker through provisions in the law, where the labour agitator, where the shearer's rising might, makes his money sacrificing all the substance for the right, where the squatter makes his fortune and the seasons rise and fall, and the poor and honest bushman has to suffer for it all, where the drovers and the shearers and the bushmen and the rest never reach the El Dorado of the poets of the West. And you think the bush is purer and that life is better there, but it doesn't seem to pay you like the squalid street and square. Pray inform us, city bushman, where you read in prose or verse, of the awful city urchin who would greet you with a curse. There are golden hearts in gutters, though their owners lack the fat, and will back the teamster's offspring to outswear a city brat. Do you think we're never jolly where the trams and buses rage? Did you hear the gods in chorus when rhetorical held the stage? Did you catch a ring of sorrow in this city urchin's voice when he yelled for Billy Elton when he thumped the floor for Royce? Do the bushmen down on pleasure miss the everlasting stars when they drink and flirt and so on in the glow of private bars? You've a down on trams and buses or the roar of them, you said, and the filthy dirty attic where you never toiled for bread, and about that self-same attic, Lord, wherever have you been? For the struggling needlewoman mostly keeps her attic clean, but you'll find it very jolly with the cuff and collar push, and the city seems to suit you while you rave about the bush. You'll admit that up the country, more especially in drought, isn't quite the El Dorado that the poets rave about, yet at times we long to gallop where the reckless bushman rides in the wake of startled brambies that are flying for their hides, long to feel the saddle tremble once again between our knees and to hear the stock whips rattle just like rifles in the trees, long to feel the bridle leather tugging strongly in the hand and to feel once more a little like a native of the land, 
and the ring of bitter feeling in the jingling of our rhymes isn't suited to the country nor the spirit of the times. Let us go together droving and returning if we live. Try to understand each other while we reckon up the div. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.